Hello and welcome to our very first Wild Chat Sports podcast here. Thanks for tuning in. I created a podcast because there's still some questions about you know Wild Chat Sports and why it's created, and you know, I think a podcast would be a great way to explain the platform and to get more members for our site. So uh, let's get to it. My name's Kevin Larney. I started Wild Chat Sports a couple months ago, initially for the people within you know the radio station that I'm a part of at University of New Hampshire. You know, there's a radio radio station there, and I noticed that a lot of us, you know, some people were studying abroad, some people in the station, you know, test exams, you know, you know stuff happens, and it's tough to to meet in person. So I thought the initially it was created to be a blog, and I thought that was a good way for us to keep up with you know, sports and not fall behind and, you know, stay connected with what's going on. And then I thought it would have been pretty cool to open it up to some other people I know that are also pretty passionate about, you know, what's going on in the sports industry and et cetera. And, you know, how can you not, you know, growing up in New England, I mean, the sports teams that are going on, the era that we're in right now is is uh, pretty incredible. So uh, thank you to everyone that so far has created a post on our site or has become a member just to view or if you followed us on Instagram thank you guys uh, for uh, tuning in and commenting and we've had we've had quite a number of comments and posts so far and we already have 101 posts within the first couple months about 20 members 20 site members I'm pretty excited where this is going and the purpose of this is you know a lot of a lot of you guys have created blogs, but it doesn't always have to be a blog. I know I wouldn't do a blog every day. You know, it's it's tough, so it doesn't have to be uh, too much. Just a thought, a popular opinion that you, or unpopular opinion that you have, or just a just something that you want to get out, or whether you want to just join a conversation in sports with other followers on our page. So, love to have you guys join. Uh, if you haven't posted, I think you guys should definitely do that. It's completely free, not a big commitment. Just treat it like a sports social media page, and we'll shout you out, whether that's through the podcast, through our Instagram page, through comments, or you know, even if you have a if you want to send a DM, we've had people do that as well, and we'll shout you out through that. So uh, basically, this is for you guys. Love to hear your thoughts on latest sports topics. So looking at the most popular topics right now stanley cup boston bruins are taking on the st louis blues series is tied 2-2 and looking just looking at our page you know there hasn't been too much activity but i know mary rose posted last week right before the stanley cup final um, she said don't worry about the boston bruins they'll win the cup and she explained why um, so she feels pretty confident in the Stanley Cup. But I think a lot of, you know, as Boston fan, how can you not be confident? You know, our teams, I mean, they've always dominated, and the Bruins have looked very dominant. So, yeah, I mean, Mary, Mary Rose said before before the series she liked uh, Tuka Rask's performance. You know, she's, she's confident in him, and she's confident in the team play as well. You know, guys like Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, she mentioned Charlie Coyle and, you know, other guys like 
Corrali's done good. She also said her last and final point. You can check this out on her site again, wildchatsports.com. Blues don't have the resume for a job against the Bruins. She said, she's basically saying that the Bruins' legacy is in their favor. Their experience in the finals as an organization. And, I mean, they weren't in the finals too long ago. Uh, They won in 2011, but then they did lose to the Blackhawks in 2013. I I know Brad Marchand uh, talked a little bit about that. He doesn't really think about the wins. 2011 win, winning the Stanley Cup, excuse me. But he thinks more about the loss to the Blackhawks back in 2013. So uh, Mary Rose feels confident, and I've also posted some uh, big cues. If you don't know, poll questions, those have been some things that I've been posting, and I post them just to influence you guys to comment, to send a DM, or you know, just to show you guys it doesn't have to just be strictly blogs. And you know, it, I mean, blogging can take up a lot of time. So can you, you guys can even post a big cue. You guys can even uh, respond to the big cues. But some of the comments that I have. So looking back, um, so let's see. First, so after Mary Rose posted that, I think the first big cue for the Stanley Cup Finals I had was. Or no, I, I posted something. I said why Sean Corrali is quickly turning into a playoff hero for the Bruins. You know, sort of a low-key guy at first. You know, I mean, there's big names on this Bruins roster. You know, we always talk about Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, Krejci, Zdeno Chara, Tuka Rask. But you don't really hear too much about Corrali, and he's really stepped up. I mean, he scored a goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. And looking at his stats this year, let's check it out. I mean, he's been killing it. He's been lights out. Let's see, Sean Corrali stats. I mean, he's been a huge factor in the playoffs for this team. So this postseason, he has four goals and five assists. This regular season, he had eight goals. I mean, he's really stepping up, right? He's had you know nine total points this postseason. He's been huge for the bees, and. Now, considering how banged up they are, you know, you hear about Brad Marchand getting banged up, Patrice Bergeron, and now the guy to talk about is the Dano Chara, who has a broken jaw, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but Sean Corrali has stepped up big time. Looking at the big Q, after that, after I posted about Sean Corrali, I asked, are the Bruins still favorite to win this cup after tonight's Game 2 loss to the Blues? Series is tied 1-1, and... Griff, my boy Griff, he said they'll be fine, so he's staying loyal uh, with the bees from that big cue. And then interesting poll question, uh, Mike McCarthy, he sent in a DM earlier. He said, if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, does Bergeron belong on the Boston Sports Mount Rushmore? And, you know, if you look back, Bergeron won the Cup back in 2011, and he basically, they won that Stanley Cup because of... Patrice Bergeron. I mean, you can certainly argue that game-winning goal in Game Seven to end the series, and that was one of our more popular big cues. Uh, Ryan McDonough said, "You know, he thinks he's a great player, but if we're talking about you know Mount Rushmore, right? I mean, of all-time Boston sports, that is that is a big honor, to, and he thinks." He thinks Bobby Orr should be taking place of Patrice Bergeron if we're talking all-time. I mean, he's he even said Bobby Orr, who had six seasons with over 100 points and won the Norris eight times in a row. That's why I have to say he doesn't belong, but he is a great player. So that's what Ryan said. But then Mike Carthy, 
he's the one that we can credit for this big cue, so thank you, Mike. But he said, you know, he, he'd say he put Patrice Bergeron over Bobby Orr because just of how much this game has changed. He thinks it's a little bit more competitive. He thinks Bobby Orr is great, but, you know, he thinks Patrice Bergeron has done so much for this team and sometimes can be overlooked when it comes to Boston athletes. And then another one came from Tyler Baraldi. He commented earlier on this post. He said, you know, what we talked about earlier, if we're talking current day, you know, you can certainly make the argument, but of all time, uh, he'd said, he also said he'd put uh, Bobby Orr in there. So for Bruins in particular, sounds like a lot of you guys think, you know, Bergeron's a great player, but I think a lot of us or a lot of you guys think Bobby Orr uh, should still take place uh, over Patrice Bergeron. Um, so that's that. But that, that was a that was an interesting question. But yeah, so some of these big cues have been, uh, especially with with the Bruins, uh, we're getting a lot of responses. Next big cue for the bees after that. Um, earlier this week, I said, you know, as many of you may know, Sedano Chara back in Game Four. Bruins announced that he had a broken jaw. Puck hit him square in the face this past week, and. So they announced he has a broken jaw, and you know there's been rumors that he might not play Game Five tonight. So a lot of speculation on if he'll play, and you know some fans are anxious about it. But uh, I said if the Bruins, if Bruins defenseman Zdeno Chara sits out for Game Five, uh, this is a big cue. Who on the Bees would be most responsible to fill his role? Again, Ryan said he thinks McAvoy. He has a lot of shoes to fill. If that's if that's the case, if Charles sits out, he th- he really thinks McAvoy should step up. He says he's played a little bit mediocre this series. You know, if he can step up, being a little bit more physical on the defensive front, um, as well as contributing offensively, like he shows he can, uh, the Bruins will have a good shot in Game Five even without Chara. So he doesn't think McAvoy has lived up to uh, his potential yet. In this series, he, he was expecting a little bit more out of him. And then a lot of you guys are saying McAvoy. A lot of you guys feel that McAvoy is a popular one. And Mary Rose said that. But he, she also said Tory Krug is is a big, can be a crucial part of you know the Bruins' play for the rest of this series. Uh, he needs to keep up the momentum, she says. He's the first Bruins player in franchise history to have four points in a Stanley Cup final. Or a Stanley Cup game, one goal and three assists. And a lot of the games we lost, both regular season and postseason, we struggled to either get momentum or keep it up. Krug plays like an offensive player, but it's more important that he defends Rask now, especially with guys on the Blues like Peter Tarasenko, who are sharp sh- sharpshooters. So, yeah, I mean, Blues have showed they have a lot of weapons. You know, whether that's Tarasenko or you know, whoever it is, you know, the Blues have definitely showed they can they can keep a good matchup with the Bees, you know, and I, I think as, you know, Bruins fans, you know, we, we get we get pretty confident, you know, that we just came off that series win sweeping the Canes and then looking back even earlier, first round they they go into game seven with the Toronto Maple Leafs. That could have gone either way. That's a good matchup. I know a lot of you guys thought that, you know, the Leafs really could have won that game you know some of you said even said if the Leafs beat the Bruins they they'd be in the Stanley Cup finals 
that first round matchup was huge. And then the second round, uh, they played the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I think a lot of us sort of overlooked that matchup, just sort of assumed we would just move on from that. But that was a pretty close series. That goes into six games. You know, of course, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, I know. I know a lot of people that thought the Bruins were going to play them in the second round or just expecting to play them, but it was a totally different matchup after the Blue Jackets sweep the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that was a surprise. That That's a whole nother topic. I mean, the Lightning, they haven't, I mean, they always kill it in the regular season, but then when it comes postseason, they just, I feel like they just fall apart in the first round every time in the playoffs. But back to Bruins, you know, who cares about the Lightning? Uh, but going back to that big cue, who will step up if Chara is out? Travis Canfield says, you know, he's saying basically it's going to be a team effort uh, or team effort when it comes to de- the defensive front. So he's expecting McVoy step up, Krug, Carlo, Camphor, Clifton, and Moore. So it looks like he said the first line, Moore and McVoy, then Krug, Carlo, and then Camphor, Clifton. Um so that's what that's what he thinks. So yeah, I mean it should be should be interesting to see. Uh, some uh, thank you guys for commenting on some of those last big cues about the Bruins. I hope uh, I hope we keep that up. I love it. I love seeing it. Whether it's commenting, DMs, if you're even posting on the site, whatever. I mean, like I said, this is just for you guys and uh, for us to keep up. You know, sort of that nonstop debate in sports and have something going and sort of promote your your opinions in sports because you know i mean this is a this is a pretty competitive industry so you know i mean yeah you can comment on espn you know instagram but chances are they're probably not going to recognize recognize that that uh that unpopular opinion so to speak so we'll, we'll shout you guys out whenever any sport any knowledge love to have you guys join us i mean this is pretty it's a pretty chill thing nothing crazy commitment or anything like that but we have over 100 posts now in the first couple months a lot of posts from users so far so yeah i'm pretty pretty pumped about that i'm pretty pumped about starting this podcast so we'll see what the bruins can do tonight i love to hear what you guys think they need to do i'll probably post something later and then we'll talk a little bit more about that you know later this week or maybe even tomorrow um based off of the outcome we have here in Game 5. Bruins play the St. Louis Blues Game 5 Stanley Cup Final tonight at 8. Series is tied 2-2. I think so far overall, Bruins have dominated the Blues more than the Blues have dominated dominated the Bruins. In other words, I think I think the Bruins have dominated more than what the series is uh, says right now. I mean, when the Bruins are on, I mean, that game three win over the Blues was huge. I mean, 7-2, I mean, absolutely lights out. And then even in game one, you know, the Blues got the head start 2-0. But then after the first period, the Bees took over. And, uh, you know, I haven't really felt like the Blues have taken over a game just yet. You know, it's the games that the Blues have won, it, it really could have gone either way. I mean, it really... Really could have. I, I don't, you know, I mean, game two, they go into OT, and, you know, game four, it was basically 3-2, but then, you know, personally, I thought the uh, Cassidy, head coach Bruce Cassidy, took out Rask a little bit too early in game four. I mean, it was 3-2, took him out, I believe, in like a minute 40. I felt like, 
I was a little too much time left, but anyway, score is 4-2. Can't really change that, but I think I still feel pretty confident in the Bruins' play so far because they've they've shown that they can really dominate. And, you know, we haven't really seen that just yet from the Blues, but we have seen that this is definitely going to be a close matchup. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Again, keep keep up the comments. Keep up the DMs. Keep up answering poll questions, whatever it may be. Keep it up. If you have a friend that's interested in, as well in, in talking sports or wants to get a, his opinion out there, just have him follow us and have him create an account on our site, wildchatsports.com, and we'll start shouting you guys out on our podcast as well. Uh, as we get started here this summer, of course, it's not the start of summer without the NBA Finals as well. Uh, Raptors, Warriors, another popular topic on our site. I mean, going into this, every year you feel like the Warriors are in it, and it, they really have been. I mean, it's because they have been the past five years, right? NBA champions, they won in 2015. They lost in 2016 to the Cavs. But they come back and win it in 2017 and in 2018. So they're looking to get their fourth championship in five years. Um, Steph Curry and the Warriors. But, you know, the Raptors are hanging in there. They lead this series. They're, they're actually doing more than hanging in there. They're leading the series 2-1, uh, as many of you may know. But, you know, obviously the Warriors have had some, you know, injury concerns now. I mean, KD is out. Klay Thompson has been out now. Even role players like Andre Ugudala has been questionable. Um, he's been trying to fight through it, and guys like Kavon Looney. So you know, we'll see what happens there. Kind of sounds like my name. Uh, got kind of threw me off there, but uh, and even uh, what's his face, uh, Demarcus Cousins. He's been also you know banged up throughout the playoffs as well. He just came back game two against the Raptors, so he did pretty good as well. So overall. I think the big names that are out are Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, and it's going to be a huge test for Steph Curry to win this finals. So, yeah, but for the for the Raptors, they're playing pretty good. Looking at some of the big cues here. So I said, so looking back earlier this week, posted a, posted a big cue on saying, are the Raptors now favorites to win the NBA Finals after the Game 1 win. And 62% of you guys, I'm holding you guys to it, still said the Warriors would win the NBA Finals. 38% said Raptors, um, even after that Game 1 win. Uh, that was that was the big night for Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Raptors won that one, 118-109 at home. Curry had 34 points. But it was no match. Pascal Siakam, 32 points, 8 boards, 5 rebounds. Kawhi Leonard, 23 points. And Marcus Hall, 20 points. So Raptors had it. Got the lead early on, game one at home in Toronto. Then the Warriors, game two, take the 109 104 win. And Steve Kerr said, and after the game one loss, he said, 109 points is plenty to win a game. It was just our defense that we have to worry about. And he was right. And he got the dub there in Game 2. We've seen Draymond Green uh, really step up for the Warriors lately. He's even said he's taken a different approach of things. You know, we haven't seen him really argue too much with the refs. And it's, you know, he seems like he's been playing a lot better. In Game 2, he got 17 points, 10 boards, and 9 assists. Um, again, Kevin Durant is out. 
So the you know Warriors are trying to make adjustments here and you know trying to stop a guy like Kawhi Leonard. You know Kevin Durant would be a great guy to match up with him. You know we'll see how this ends up. And then Game Three, of course, yesterday, 123 to 109, the Raptors take the dub in Dub City at Oracle Arena. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points, he did great. I mean, Steph Curry went off, too. I mean, he had 47 points. He really, I mean, he had to step up, you know, with the injuries that they have, but it's no match. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love to, I mean, Bruins are certainly more of the hot topic right now. I'm not not surprised about that. But, yeah, I mean, I know for me personally, I thought, I think, uh, I think Kawhi Leonard's the best postseason player in the NBA right now. He has really shown and taken over um, for the Toronto Raptors so far. I mean, especially after that game-winning shot, Game 7 against the Sixers. I know that could have gone either way uh, over Joel Embiid, um, but that got them to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, you know, if you say that was luck, yeah, you know, that could have gone either way. But, no, it's not luck beating the Milwaukee Bucks and a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, once Kawhi was on, once Kawhi was covering Giannis, uh, Giannis really had no answer there. So Raptors have really... Uh, stepped it up here this postseason and uh you're seeing it not just from Kawhi, but pascal siakam has taken his game to a whole nother level that trade from marcus saw um again earlier this season they traded you know jonas valenciunas their big man and i believe a pick and then they get marcus saw the veteran center and you know some people were debating even if that was an upgrade for the raptors but i mean marcus saw has uh has been stepping up for them as well great player but yeah, I mean, it should be interesting what the Raptors can do. I mean, it's tough to say right now with, you know, the Warriors' injuries. I mean, if if the Rap if the Raptors win this, you know, a lot a lot has to go into how many injuries the Warriors have, but regardless, the Raptors are a tough team and they they've looked pretty dominant so far. I think I might take I think at some point the Warriors are going to get their guys back. I'm rooting for the Raptors. I want the Raptors to win. I, I want them to win. I want Ra- the Raptors and Drake to, to win this one. I mean, Drake's been a little bit crazy. I mean, you've seen seen some of uh, I mean, he's been a big, big headline in this finals, which is crazy to me. But, you know, it is what it is. Diehard fan, of course. But I think, uh, I think I'm going to take the Warriors and I might take Warriors and seven. I think, I think at some point, I, I I think Steve Kerr is sitting out Clay and KD until he needs them, like he really needs them. And you know, I think it just shows how confident Steve Kerr is in this Warriors roster because he has so many great players that he can work with that there is no rush to bring in Clay and KD back. I mean. I think I think he should play Clay in game four, and then certainly if they lose game four, you gotta just go all in and tell KD, you know, you gotta get back in there. And I I, I think I think KD and Clay want to go back in more more of Clay. I think Clay really wants to get back in, and I think KD does too. But I think Steve Kerr is just holding him back for precautionary uh, reasons and. You know, he just doesn't want to make it more worse than it needs to be. So, you know, the Warriors could take, you know, they can afford that loss at home. But they're still in Golden State. They can still tie up the series in Game 4. 
So we'll see about that. We'll see what they do there. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if you're, you know, if you're a Warriors fan, I'll probably call you a bandwagon. But that's a still a pretty, that was still a pretty close game considering all you've. I mean, you lose Kevin Durant, you lose Klay Thompson, you know, Andre Iguodala is slightly banged up, DeMarcus Cousins is still coming back. Now, you don't have much time, but, I mean, that was still a pretty close game. So, I I think if the Warriors get their full unit back, I mean, they are going to, this should be a confidence booster, if anything, that they're keeping this close of a game, and then once guys like Klay Thompson and KD come back, forget about it. I think the Warriors... Got it. I want I want the Raptors to win. At first, I, I think I said I wanted Raptors in six, but uh, I think if they get all their guys back, I, I think I think they win in seven. So we'll see. Uh, so keep posting about NBA Finals. Keep posting about that. I mean, I'm looking at big cues. I mean, hasn't been too. M- I mean, I posted a few on the NBA Finals, but not as much. Love to hear who you think on the Raptors or Warriors. Needs to step up in this finals. Last night's big cue. What do Raptors need to do in order to win game three of the NBA finals against Golden State? Uh, shout out Nick Beal. Says, put Jeremy Lin in the game. Exclamation point. Love it. But uh, that's going to do it here. Uh, thanks for tuning into our very first Wild Chat Sports podcast. So now you guys know. Keep posting on our site. Keep commenting. Keep sending in DMs. I love it. Uh, and I'm going to try to do po- these podcasts, you know, maybe a couple times a week to get the conversation going and shout you guys out through through our Instagram page and, of course, through through this through this as well. But, yeah, what a, what, a, what a time to be a Boston sports fan coming off the Super Bowl win, World Series win, and now hopefully crossing our fingers for a, for a Stanley Cup dub as well. So keep it up, guys. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for tuning in. Um, as I said, all knowledge and any sport is welcome. Tell your friends, uh, shout them out. This is just a place where we get the convo going. Pretty excited and keep it up. So thanks for tuning in and make sure to check out our Instagram page at Wild Chat Sports so you can finally get those thoughts out there today. From the sweet life of Zach and Cody on the sweet life on Drake Bell here. It's your girl Camille Costick. Shumagavin in the house. Shoe nice again. Lay Howard from the Los Angeles Lakers. This is CeeLo Green. To follow at Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. If you Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Peace. Wild Chat Sports, man. Check it out. Love.